several people have asked me to comment on the boxing schedule on various different television networks in the UK and the United States over the next few months. Well, schedules are always subject to change in boxing, particularly in the situation we find ourselves in. Fighters have already been removed from top-of-the-bill fights, etc., because they've failed tests and what have you. So, in terms of the schedule, we don't know if the schedules right now are going to be the same in a couple of weeks from now, in a month from now. And on top of that, there are certain fights that are yet to be made. So ESPN schedule doesn't look particularly strong at the moment, but bear in mind, they've got the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight possibly happening on that network, right? I know the previous one was a, a dual pay-per-view between Fox and ESPN, Will the next one be a dual pay-per-view or will it just be ESPN? I'm going to imagine it's just going to be ESPN. So that's a fight that's yet to be made. And that's obviously a feather in ESPN's cap, having a, a marquee name like Tyson Fury on their roster. And also there's Anthony Joshua for DAZN and Sky Sports. That's yet to be made. And there's obviously going to be undercards for both those shows. And there are many other fights which may or may not get made in the next few months. And that's obviously going to swing the balance in terms of who has the better schedule. But as it stands right now, let's go through it month by month and have a look who's putting on what. So first of all, let's start here with BT Sport and let's go with August. So in August, they got Frampton versus Varden, Vardenyan. Is that how you pronounce his name? Vardenyan. I've never actually seen this guy fight before. If we go to more details, Vardenyan is 21-1 with 14 KOs. Again, I have to confess, I've never seen him fight. If any of you have seen him fight, then please leave comments below and enlighten me on this guy. Is he any good? Do you expect this to be a particularly competitive matchup? Then there's Dubois versus Eric Pfeiffer, which is also in August for BT. Pfeiffer is, you know, a, a prospect himself. He's unbeaten. He's going to come with a lot of ambition. Do I expect him to beat Daniel Dubois? No, but he could make it interesting. And hey, maybe he could cause an upset. So that's definitely a fight I'm looking forward to. That's August 29th. But that's the only two fight cards that BT Sport have in August at the moment. So, you know, not the most impressive lineup. But for me personally, the Dubois-Pfeiffer show just for the main event is worth watching. In fact... Is there anybody on the undercard here? Sonny Edwards. Um, okay. No offense, Sonny Edwards, but not particularly interested in that. Let's move on over to the zone. Have a look at their schedule for August. All right, they got Terry Harper. Felix Cash versus Jason Wellborn. That's a decent step up fight for Felix Cash. You know, Felix Cash has been bubbling away on the domestic scene in the UK for a minute you know, just as a prospect. And now he finally steps up a bit against Jason Wellborn, who has, of course, fought for uh, the world title before. So what else is on this show? Okay, the the Zelfa Barrett on the undercard. He's meeting Ireland's undefeated Eric Donovan. Okay, what else is on there? Kieran Conway taking on Navid Mansouri. 
Shona Courtney, okay. And then John Doherty. All right, so, you know, not the strongest undercard in the world, but I think Felix Cash versus Jason Wellborn is a decent fight. Again, nothing amazing, but it should be interesting to see Felix Cash step up. Then there's Julio Cesar Martinez versus McWilliams Arroyo. I know Martinez. I am not familiar with Arroyo. Celia Breakhouse is set to defend the undisputed world. Okay. So, you know, yeah. For me personally, I'm looking at that and I'm like, yeah, shrugging my shoulders. It's not terrible, but... Dylan White versus Povetkin. Now, that's an interesting fight. And that's an interesting show. So, if we compare it to BT Sport, the zone has obviously got a lot more fights on in August. They've got one or, you know, a lot more shows. One, two, three, four, five shows in August for the zone. The Dylan White Povetkin is a an interesting fight. And there's also a fight on the undercard I'm interested in, which is Martin Bacoli versus Sergey Kuzman. And they're set to put some other fights on there as well. So they could have Fabio Wardley back. Uh, they could have some other heavyweights on there too. So yeah, I, I like this show. You know, people are arguing about whether it's pay-per-view worthy or not. But, you know, that aside, I like the show. As shows go, I like the show and I like the top of the bill. Uh, then you've got Jorge Linares versus Javier Fortuna. That's a decent fight. Yeah, so that's another good one for the zone right there. Linares versus Fortuna. Again, these are not like elite level fights. This is kind of a, a crossroads type situation here for both men. But yeah, I think it's uh it's fairly decent. Linares, obviously a veteran in the game, 47 and 5. Fortuna, 35 and 2, or 35, 2 and 1. So I think that's a decent fight. So yeah, August for the zone under the current circumstances is pretty good. It's not a, a bad a bad uh, schedule right now. So let's move on to ESPN. They've got three shows in August. John O'Carroll versus Maxi Hughes. Uh, I don't know Maxi Hughes. Who is he? He's 20, 25 and 2. Um, yeah, that's a, I'm a bit nonplussed about that. Alida Alvarez versus Joe Smith Jr. I mean, it's a crossroads fight. It might be somewhat entertaining. Both are real tough guys. You know, sometimes them crossroads fights can turn out to be uh, bomb burners occasionally. <laughs> I remember when Nathan Cleverly fought Fonfara. That was a real good fight. And that, that was a crossroads one. So who knows? Maybe Alvarez versus Joe Smith Jr. will turn out to be like that. But both guys ha are pretty shot-worn at this point. Not to say that they're totally over the hill and useless at the highest level. Not at all. But, you know, both guys have been in real tough fights and taking their fair share of punishment. I think it's fair to say that. So, yeah, it's not a bad fight. Then there's Lewis Crocker versus Louis Green. I don't know either of them. Okay, yeah, that's from Wakefield in the UK. Uh, and that's it. So, ESPN schedule for August, not particularly strong. Moving over to Fox Sports, and they've got no scheduled events at all. Interesting, isn't it? The way Heyman was favoring Fox Sports so heavily that it looked like Showtime were going to go out of business. And now after this current 
situation that's happened over the past few months. <laughs> it seems like he's abandoned ship from, from Fox Sports and gone back to Showtime and Mr. Espinoza. Must be very happy. Let's check out Sky. All right, Sky's is exactly the same for August as the zones apart. No, actually, it's not the same. They've got two shows fewer. They're showing two, two fewer shows. So they've got three shows. The zone's got, yeah, five shows. Okay, so the zone has got the Linares Fortuna and the Martinez Arroyo cards, and Sky doesn't have those. So Sky's schedule not as strong as the zone schedule for August, but Sky may choose to pick up those shows. You know, we'll see what happens there. But right now, it's better to be a DAZN customer than a Sky Sports customer in August. Because you're going to get to see more action, at least if you live in the United States. Moving on over to Showtime. Okay, they've only got two shows in August. Jamal James versus Thomas Delorme. Eh, is Thomas Delorme still fighting? He's 25-3-1. Uh, Jamal James, 26-1 with 12 KOs. You know, it's not... A, not a terrible fight, but I can't say I'm particularly excited for that. Benavidez versus Roma Angulo. Now, I obviously know Benavidez. I'm not familiar with Angulo. If that's how you even pronounce his first name. 26 and 1, 22 KOs. As I say, I'm not familiar with the guy. I do know Benavidez. He's a good fighter. So, obviously, it's uh, you know always good to see Benavidez out. And that's for the WBC Super Middleweight World Title. World Championships are always good. So it's it's at least good that they've got a world title fight. Okay. Jamal James. Is there any kind of... Okay, there's, a, there's an interim WBA title on the line for this Jamal James Delorme fight. I guess that's the same as the Dylan White Povetkin. That's also an interim WBC interim fight. So, yeah, for August, Showtime not particularly strong. I would say DAZN has got the strongest schedule for August by quite a long way. Moving on over to September. So Showtime's got two shows in September. Lubin versus Terrell Gausha. Again, I'm not familiar with Gausha. I know Ericsson Lubin. I don't know Gausha. So I'll have to look into him before that. And that is going to be an eliminator for the WBC Super Welterweight title. Okay. In fact, look at the undercard here. Uh, okay, Jerron Ennis is fighting. He's the undefeated. Flashy up-and-comer. But he's against TBA at the moment, so we don't know what that's going to be. Then there's Jamal Charlo versus Derevanchenko. Now, this is a real good fight. I like this fight. Derevanchenko, we know, gave Golovkin all types of problems. Many people feel like he was hard done by and should have got the decision against Triple G. And Jamal Charlo, you know, he hasn't looked particularly convincing in certain fights, you know? So this is a real good fight, a real good test. And of course, it will be for the WBC middleweight title. What's going on? Um, I haven't checked of late, but what's going on with the franchise championship? Is, does Canelo still hold that at middleweight? 
or has he completely given that up and gone up to 168 or 175 full-time? Is Charlo now the only WBC champion in the, in the division? This is an important question because that puts his middleweight title in perspective. Because if Canelo's still the franchise champion, then there's still some ambiguity in terms of who is the actual WBC champion at the weight class. But nonetheless, this is a real good fight. I like this fight. It's one of the most intriguing, interesting fights that is scheduled for the next couple months is Charlo versus Derevchenko. Very, very interesting. It's a pay-per-view. Uh, I guess they're going to have to put fights on pay-per-view, right? If they're not going to get audiences in or only going to get very small audiences. That's how the networks feel is uh, the, the best way forward and the only way they can work this. So the other main event will be Jamel, the brother of Jamal, against Rosario. Okay. That's a good fight as well. Hmm. All right, so that's a, and okay, co-feature Figueroa versus Vasquez. Nice little fight there. Magdaleno versus Isaac Cruz. I don't think I've seen Cruz. Barrios versus Ryan Carl. Damian Brown versus TBA. Okay, so this card is a good card. Let's not beat around the bush about this one. This is a real good card. I mean, it's not the greatest card you've ever seen in, in your life, but under the current circumstances, this is the best card I've seen scheduled, yeah? In terms of just, you know, 50-50 type fights and a, a real good main event, an intriguing main event. So th to me, this is the strongest card that I've seen scheduled so far. All right, let's... Uh... So that's their September. All right, th they've only got two cards on, but one of them is real, real strong. And that's September 26th. Let's have a look at Sky Sports. What they got for September? Nothing for Sky Sports in September. Oh, that's not a good look. Fox, of course, nothing at all. ESPN September, they've got Akeem Brown versus Philip Bowles. Should I even bother clicking on that? <laughs> no disrespect to the fighters, but should I, should I even bother clicking on that? Uh, anything on the undercard? Andre Sterling. Uh, again, no disrespect to the fighters, but if we're comparing schedules and stuff like that, you know, this is no comparison to, for example, the card I just talked about a moment, you know, a few moments ago. Anyway, moving on to the zone. What they got for September? Oh, nothing. Okay, the zone uh, slacking for September. BT Sport? Nope, they've got nothing either. All right. October, Dubois Joyce, but that's very shaky at the moment because Frank Warren says if he can't get a crowd in to the O2 Arena and fill it, then he's going to push that fight back. So this is where I'm talking about, you know, schedules are only as, you know, good as if the fights actually happen. This is TBD. Was that to be decided or whatever? Um, yeah, we don't know whether that fight's actually going to happen. That is one of the shakiest fights that we have at the moment because the actual promoter has come out and said, if he can't fill the arena route, he's going to push it back. If it does go ahead, it will be on BT Sport Box Office and there's no scheduled undercard at the moment for obvious reasons. So yeah, I would say that's a feather in the cap for BT in October, but 
We don't know if it's actually going to take place because of what Frank Warren has said himself. The zone October, they got Lee Selby versus George Cambosis. Let's have a look what's on there. Tennyson returns. Huh? Tennyson just fought Gwyn. Tennyson just fought Gwyn on the weekend, isn't it? Why is it saying James Tennyson faces Gavin Gwyn? Am I buzzing here, people? Or did, did that fight just happen on the weekend? Uh, anyway, Chris Billum Smith against Nathan Foley. Okay, Joe Cordina against John Doherty. Uh, and Jamie Cox is coming back. I mean, it's an okay little domestic card. You know, it's not terrible, but nothing to write home about. I know, I'm, again, I don't want to sound too harsh because obviously the current circumstances make it difficult to put on high-level shows for most broadcasters and promoters. And not every show is going to be top-notch, right? I accept that. But either way, that, that card right there, yeah, it's all right. Nothing special. Lewis Ritson versus Miguel Vasquez on October 17. I mean, Miguel Vasquez is still around? The last time I saw Miguel Vasquez was when he fought O'Hara Davis. And a lot of people felt like Vasquez was robbed in that fight. In fact, O'Hara Davis raised Vasquez's arm after the fight as if to say he deserved the win and not me. That's the last time I saw Vasquez. He, he, how old is Vasquez now? He's been around forever. Lewis Ritson versus Vasquez, I mean, it's not a terrible fight, but... Okay, Savannah Marshall on the undercard. Uh, what else is on there? Okay, might get Wardley. No, the, the, the Wardley-Valilli, that happened already. So I guess they've moved a lot of uh, fights around and boxing scene haven't updated the information on some of these cards, you know, for the undercards anyway. Okay, so that's the zone schedule for October. Uh, not particularly strong, it has to be said. ESPN, they've got nothing at all in October. Fox, nothing. Sky is just the same as uh, the zones. I think, is it just the two shows for October? Yeah, so it's exactly the same as the zones. And finally, Showtime in October. They've got Lipinets versus this guy whose name I won't try to pronounce, but I do know him and I have watched him fight. Javonta Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz. That's a real good fight. First of all, let's start off with Lipinets versus this guy. Uh, who else is on that show? Javier Martinez versus Claudio Moreno. Uh, Malik Hawkins. Okay. The undercard is not... I mean, I don't know some of these guys, but the main event, that's a pretty good fight right there. Yeah. Lipinets versus, again, I don't, I don't even want to attempt this because I'm going to butcher the hell out of it. <laughs> but that is a good fight. Okay. So the undercard, I'm not so sure, but the main event, that's a good fight. And then we've got Javonta Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz. That's fantastic. We like this. Yes, please. More of the same if you can. There's no information at the moment on an undercard. 
But Davis and surely, yeah, this is going to be pay-per-view. Okay. Showtime Premier Boxing Champions pay-per-view. Yeah. That's a good fight. That will be by far and away the best opponent that Javonta Davis has faced so far as a pro in Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah, Santa Cruz a bit. Uh, I don't want to say he's over the hill, but he's been around the block. He's had tough fights, you know, only the one loss and a draw, 19 KOs. So, you know, it is what it is. And this will be the WBA Super Featherweight World Championship and WBA Lightweight World Championship. Huh? How can both championships be on the line in two different weight classes? Super Featherweight and Lightweight. Really? Is that a catch weight or something? What's going on there? You guys fill me in if you know, or maybe that's just some weird information put out by Boxing Scene. But yeah, definitely Showtime have got the best October, I would say. Well, I think anybody would say they've definitely got the best October as scheduled at the moment. November, Chris Colbert versus Jamie. Or what? How do you pronounce that? Arbolida. Is that how you pronounce it? Arbolida. Let's have a look at that. Richardson Hitchens versus Mendes. Okay, I mean, I've never seen either. I've heard of Colbert before. Maybe I've seen him. I definitely haven't heard of or seen this guy, Jaime Arbadella. I've never seen this guy. So, could be good, but as I say, I plead ignorance on this guy. And, and I, I can't, I've definitely heard of Colbert. I'm not sure if I've seen him. So, you guys can fill me in about that one in November and it's their only show in November at the moment again all this is subject to change they could add shows or subtract shows it's all up in the air at the moment Sky for November what they got nothing no, no point clicking on Fox ESPN nothing The Zone nothing BT Sport nothing okay so back to Showtime we go December They've got Obali versus Donaire. Now, this Nordin Obali, I know I'm butchering his name, but he's a French, he's a little French fighter who's been around for quite a while and he's been a world champion. And I've seen a couple of his fights and he's actually quite good. Yeah. So him against Nonito Donaire, you know, Donaire dropping back down in weight. That should be a good fight. He's unbeaten, as you can see. 17 and 0, 12 KOs. Donaire the veteran, and obviously Donaire performed real well against the monster, you know, uh, Inoue. So, yeah, this should be a good fight. This should be a good fight. No information on the undercard at the moment, but that's a, a pretty good fight for December. And has anybody else got... Nope, nothing there. Nothing there. Nothing there. Nope. And BT Sport, nothing. So Showtime has definitely got the most fights overall, I think. Or the most shows, excuse me, over the next few months. Unless, no, actually, no. Hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So they've got seven shows. Showtime, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, Showtime's got the most shows by one. They've got one more than the zone, but overall they've got more quality fights than anybody else. 
the way it stands at the moment. Uh, could be subject to change. We'll see if ESPN, as I mentioned before, add some uh, content to their schedule, particularly if they can get that Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight happening. That's obviously going to bolster their schedule. And then, of course, you know, people could pull out of any of these shows because they can't pass the uh, the obvious test that everybody needs to take. So we'll see what happens. But as it stands right now, Showtime look to have the most quantity and quality, followed by, I would say, zone, then Sky, then ESPN, and then lastly, BT Sport. And Fox, well, Fox doesn't have a schedule at all. <laughs> so we'll see what happens here, people. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. And this is, of course, the all tab. So irrespective of what network, this is what you can expect to see over the coming months, or at least hope to see over the coming months. So August is actually going to have a lot of boxing. Yeah. There's a show this Friday. Then there's a show Saturday. Then there's a show Wednesday. Wednesday the 12th. Then Friday the 14th, there's a show. Saturday the 15th, there's a show. Two shows, three shows. Okay, three shows on Saturday the 15th. So Saturday the 15th, plenty of boxing from the UK and the United States. August 22nd. Okay, Shaq and Pitters. Oh, this is Channel 5. All right, I didn't even uh, cover Channel 5, but they've got Shaq and Pitters versus Chad Sugden. Okay, didn't re realize Channel 5 would have any boxing on at all. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to be, what, Mick Hennessy? And who's, who signed for Mick Hennessy? Uh, Isaac Chamberlain. He signed for Mick Hennessy recently. Is he going to be on this show? Shaq and Pitters. Yeah, Chamberlain is on it. Okay, and it is Mick Hennessy. All right. So August 22nd is a couple shows, but I'm sure most people will be focusing on the Dylan White, Povetkin one. And Alvarez, Joe Smith. So August 22nd is a pretty good night for boxing as well. Yeah, August 15, August 22nd, pretty good nights for boxing. August 26th, that'll be a Wednesday. Couple shows going on there. Jeff Horn versus Tim Zhu. That's uh, Costa Zhu's son. I'm not sure who's going to be airing that fight. It just says TBE in terms of television. So we'll have to wait and find out what's going on there. August 26th, Lewis Crocker, Louis Green. August 28th is the Lenores fight. 29th, Dubois Pfeiffer. I. Well, we know that fight's going to take place, or we hope that fight's going to take place, but I'm really praying for the Dubois-Joyce fight to actually happen. We'll need some luck on that. So August looks like a very busy month. September, not quite as busy, but Showtime are putting on some good stuff. Oh dear, I forgot about that. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones on September 12th. I mean, that's a bit of a circus type scenario there that might even draw the most amount of viewers of any of the shows this year can you imagine mike tyson roy jones in an exhibition two washed up fighters from the 1990s who were in their 50s 
they might actually be able to outdo any pay-per-view this year. That's shocking. <laughs> but that's what nostalgia can do for you. <laughs> oh, when I say any pay-per-view this year, will they outdo AJ Pollock? They might actually do out outdo AJ Pollock, you know. They might. In terms of the United States, other than uh, Fury Wilder free, if that even happens this year, you have to imagine Mike Tyson, Roy Jones might actually do more pay-per-views than anything else in the United States. I certainly expected to do more pay-per-views than the Charlo fight. More pay-per-views than Javonta Davis. Yeah. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. <laughs> I'm praying for Roy. Hashtag pray for Roy. This is another one here, Alex. Can't even pronounce his name. Okay, that's another Channel 5 show. That's September 5th. And then we've got the, the very good Showtime shows here. Selby, Lippinets, okay, Ritson through October. And then finishing up in December. Yeah, so let me know what you guys think in the comments below about these shows, these schedules. Who has the best schedule? Uh, which fights do you think are going to take place and which ones won't? It all depends on, as we know, the, the, the tests and what have you. And on top of that, let me know about any shows which you think are going to happen this year that have not yet been announced. So, as I already mentioned, the Fury Wilder show may happen, Joshua Pulev, etc. Let me know in the comment section below, people. It's happening, I'm out.